It's interval time at Peter Grimes at the Royal Opera House. Um, 60 minutes of gorgeous, gorgeous music. Uh, I'm having to do a presentation tomorrow at the Orpington Recorded Music Society thing. Um, and I'm going to be talking about Britain. And the question I'm going to be asking is, you know, what is it? Why is it that I'm so fascinated by Britain? Because uh, I am. Uh, that's posing, the question that I'm posing those people who are sitting and listening to me talking and playing music and some of the stuff that I'm going to be playing is definitely going to be Peter Grimes because wow I'd forgotten I'd forgotten how fantastic an orchestrator uh, Britain was really really fantastic and uh, I've spent you may know I've spent some time living and working in Albra and I loved it I fell in love with the place um it is an odd place, an absolutely bizarre place, and it is totally summed up, totally summed up in Peter Grimes and to a certain extent in Albert Herring as well. Um, but uh, right from the off in this production, um, I just got a sense of Albert like I was being transported there, which is a bit weird when you consider when you consider the the Royal Opera House in the in the centre of London. Um, and when the first of the four C interludes. Um, was played a tear came to my eye it was um you know it's not the not the most upbeat of operas but uh, that music just transports me back to what is essentially home to me um i can't i have to be completely honest um i can't be terribly positive and upbeat about everything to do with this particular production um poor old pitch grimes uh he says frantically looking at program ben hetner um He's had some trouble. He's had some t- some trouble with top registers, um, to the extent that I sort of momentarily thought, "Oh, I don't feel terribly confident that you can hit those notes all of the time." Um, he was probably mortified uh, at the time, and I hope to God he doesn't hear this. Otherwise, he'd be mortified to hear it. Um, uh, and there was also an agonising moment. God bless him when when he completely. Um, sort of lost track of the uh, lost track of the libretto, lost track of the words, um, uh, which is a real pain in the ass for for the audience who are looking at the words, <laughs> looking at the words on the projector uh, above the stage, and then looking at the singer and going, "What's going on? What are you doing?" Uh, so poor guy must have been uh, must have felt awful about that. The set is great. The set is really really simple and um, really austere, brutalistic, in fact. Um, the thing that thus far at the end of the first act really doesn't work for me, or certainly the interval doesn't work for me, is the pub scene. Um, uh, musically, it's fantastic. It really is absolutely fantastic, and I totally get what they're trying to do with um, with the storm blowing in through the doorway. Unfortunately, to my mind, they've got way too many members of the chorus than that doorway can actually handle. Um, uh, there was a timing issue at the beginning of the pub scene, and it just it just felt a little bit a little bit like everybody was thinking, "Oh, it's a Sunday afternoon. We don't really know what's going on." Um, eerie moment, really eerie moment in the pub scene was when one of the characters says, "Right, somebody needs to sing a song. Quick, distract everybody." Uh, and that's really quite an eerie moment, musically speaking. Um, uh, really fantastic. So on the whole, on the whole, brilliant because it's Britain and his orchestration his music is just so evocative takes me back home and I want to be there all the time but as a production oh I'm not sure 
it's the greatest one I've seen. Sorry, well done everybody, but thus far I'm not convinced.